Hi everyone, uh, this is Matt Cohen. I'm joined here by my dog, Helmut. Say hi, Helmut. That's him saying hi, he can't talk. He's a dog. I don't know if some of your dogs can talk, but mine can't, so I got the I got a bum deal on that, but he's a cute dog anyway. Uh, why am I talking to you, and where is Jerome knee Jesse Rivers? Well, Jesse is on his way over to my apartment to, to record this podcast with me for you, all you fine folks, and I thought... In honor of, of 420, which is the day we're recording the podcast, you know, and in honor of in a celebration of fun, I thought I'd do one of my favorite activities, and that is fucking with Mr. Jesse Rivers. Um, and let me just say, I like Jesse a lot. He's, he's one of my best friends. I don't know what it is about the guy, but it's like, it's, it's fucking fun to do stuff to him without his knowledge, you know, because he doesn't get mad. He never tries to hit me. You know, he's a very amiable, that's a word, right? In Spanish, amable means nice. So I'm thinking amiable is is a word, and I'm right. Regardless, Jesse's a nice dude, so why do we fuck with him? I don't know. Uh, I'm an asshole, maybe. Probably. Most likely. No, I'm half asshole and half douchebag, so I'm a douchehole. And I'm, I'm fine with that, because it makes for interesting podcasting sometimes. So basically, what are we doing today to Jesse? We are going to pull the old... Uh, Hey, Jesse, we're not recording right now. Wink, wink, check again. But this time, I'm going to do it entirely different. Uh, we did it cold. I don't know if you folks remember we've done this once before with Jesse. And wait, oh, shit, TV. See, we're not, even, we're not even prepared. That was BBC America. I'm sorry. The Hotel Inspector, which is... I, I'm, I'm addicted to those fucking shows. But anyway, what are we doing with Jesse? He's going to come over thinking that we are not recording, and we'll be recording. But... Wait, how is this going to work? We would have to do the song sync and everything. I'll tell Jesse there's not enough time for a song this week. How about that, folks? You guys cool with that? I am I apologize if you miss us singing. You know what I'll do? I'll sing a song for you right now, come back, talk to you, and then we'll throw Jesse on. Hold on one sec. Flavor with the homies Blackstreet and Teddy, the original Shorty, get down, good lord. Baby, got him humping all over town. Come on, helmet. Strictly just you don't play around. Cover much ground. Got gang by the pound. He named in the forte. This is every day, true play away. I forgot it. Can't get it out of my mind. Why? I think about the girl all the time. My mind. East side to the west side. They said dope rhymes and no surprise. Heard she got tricks by the stash. Stacking up the cash fast when it comes to the gas. No amount means average. As long as she's got to have it. Baby, you're a perfect 10. I want to get in. It's kind of weird when I sing by myself. I like the way I work it. Yup, diggity. I'm going to bag it, egg it, egg it up. Uh, so that was my song. Just so you folks can't be like, hey, where was our song? We feel left out. So there you go. Uh, no diggity by Elvis Costello. I hope you enjoyed. So we're going to pause, take a little break. I'm going to smoke a cigarette, get the place ready for Jesse. And then we're going to jump right the F into it. Uh, F stands for fuck, in case you were wondering. We'll be right back. Thanks. No Jessies were harmed in the recording of this podcast. Well, not many. It's bad and brooding with Matt and Jesse. Yay! Hooray! He's here. Yo, hold on. The helmet, shh. It's okay, buddy. How much? It is okay. How much? Jess, hold on one sec. Let me fucking get him calm down. Helmet, shut the fuck up. Jess, one sec, dude. Helmet, shh. Come here, buddy. Helmet, come here. Say hi, it's just Jesse. It's just this motherfucker right here. <laughs> What's up, dude? Oh. Thanks for being here uh, punctually. Helmet! 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 Let's see how long he does it for. Alright. Where's my cup with the things in it? Helmet! You're gonna get fucked over now, buddy. What's going on, dude? That's it. What happened to, uh, I'll be here in five minutes. 
You said you'd be here soon, motherfucker. I said I'm gonna start with cigarettes and I'll be right on. You sound sick, dude. I am sick. Do you not want to do it? I mean, I'll, I'll do it. What happened to you? I just got a cold. What got kind of a cold? Um, am I gonna get fucking the bubonic plague now? Just don't touch me. I, that ruins the entire podcast. Wow. Because this is gonna be the fucking masturbation episode. We're just sound of each other jerking each other off for an hour. It's how many times who could come most in an hour, me or you? I already started a poll. On the message board. Paul's monkey says it's gonna be me. I'll do that next week. We'll do that next while you're all fucking cummed out. That's disgusting. Let's see he's calm now. He only takes but a minute. So he's talking like you. You look sick, dude. And like fat and like you look out of it. Why do I look fat? I'm joking. <laughs> you look like a different Jesse right now, Jesse. Don't step on my dog. So what's been going on, man? And just talk about some. Let's just check out. Now we keep this computer here, so be semi-informed. Let's just check the headlines real quick. Anything? Uh, you see the Russell Crowe pick? Yeah. Stupid, right? It looks like, it looks like Robin Hood. <sighs> what else, man? Ugh, everyone says Up is gonna be fucking good. You have no interest, I do. I do. I really want to see Up because of the same guy directed Monsters Inc. and I really like Monsters Inc. Who's Stanton? No. Joe. Oh, uh. Joe. No. Wait. Give me a hint. His first name is Pete. Oh, Pete Doctor. Yes. I didn't know that was his actual name. His name was Pete Doctor? He should have been a doctor. He'd have been called Doctor Doctor. Doctor. (laughs) You're fucking hilarious. What else has been going on? Do you want to blaze in honor of 420? And incriminate yourselves? Yes, but I want to ask. Do you not know what 420 is? It's, it's the police code, right? No. We'll get into it once we start. Okay, yeah, because I don't know. All right, what song do you want to do? I don't know. Pick one, man. Dude, I really don't want to think right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be doing a fucking podcast then if you're all like no, not... Let me get my bong up there. If you're all not... I don't want to hit off your bong. I don't want to make you <laughs> sick. You got a joint? No. I got a bowl. Come on. I'll get you a bowl. What else, man? Uh, so what song you want to do? Um, How about fuck it? Let's just not do a song. And let's just be like eight minutes in right now. Nang, welcome to the podcast. I'm Matt Cohen. That ain't cool at all, man. Say your name, motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> say your name. You didn't say anything incriminating. Damn, man. Say your name. Ooh, it's like a sneak attack. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Jesse Rivers. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. But I was going to try to like get over my sickness for a minute and then... Well, we're into the swing of things. I told you we had to be... We had we were on a time frame today, dude. I was like, I'm not going to let Jesse's fucking lateness sacrifice the show. What's up, folks? I'm Matt Cohen. I'm, I already said I'm just, We already said this. You're all discombobulated I, now. I do. We'll fucking... Did that just fuck you up big yeah. time? Were you going to, like, prepare yourself? Like, do I some... was, because I was going to try to fix my voice like this, you know, so I wouldn't sound too So you talk like this, <laughs> so it would be this the whole podcast. And I was going to go real squeaky like this. <laughs> Damn, man, why you do that? <laughs> Hold on one sec. I'm going to stop wearing flip-flops. You all right? You want to take, take a second to breathe and we'll, we'll start again? No, I'm cool. That's you good? You got to take a piss or anything? No, I think I'm all right. All right, that was funny. They knew about it. We had a whole thing going on, me and them. We already did a song this week. It was No Diggity by Blackstreet. Did you rap it? Yeah, totally. No, no, no. Like, I, I did six minutes of the podcast. <laughs> it was good. We, we have a whole... We have sound effects now. So did I say anything? We've got sound things? effects in, like, an intro. What? To this one? Yeah. You want me to pause it and show you? It'll be worth it. And then you can come back and be all excited. Well, why don't we just do that afterwards? Oh, fine. Well, if you stop it, then it's... I'm all proud of it, though. It's fun. Proud of, well, I mean... Sound effect. It'll still be there. All right. What's going on? <laughs> Why do you keep asking me that? How did you not know that was possible again? Like, I've done that to you once. Did you just think it was never going to happen again? I just don't... I mean, why would you do it when I'm sick? I didn't know you were going to be sick. I was sick last week. And you started jumping on me about being here in five minutes. It takes me more than five minutes to get That's why I said, like, the fat stuff and rant. I was so glad. As I was walking around the table over there to grab my cigarette, I was like, all right, Jesse said nothing that I need to delete yet. Let's wrap this up really soon before I have to edit it. That was good, man. I think think the people like it when we do that to you. Why? Because they don't... 
We were talking about that, me and them. I mean, I was talking about it and imagining what they would say. Oh, okay. But it's, there's something about you. What What about me? I, I, you're a good person to play pranks on because you don't get mad. Well, I can take a fucking joke. Exactly. A lot of people can't take a joke. Uh, I, mean, I, I get mad, but I can take a joke. I, I've never seen you get insanely mad as of yet. I got a I am from someone over there, but let's not let's not talk about that because this is important. That's over there. Stop dwelling on the past. I know. <laughs> and That's look, behind you. What, what they, what, uh, the book says we may be done with the past, but the past ain't done with us. Meaning, I need to check that motherfucking I am. What's been? What's been? You gonna ask me again? What's no, you? man. I was gonna ask you what's your favorite flavor of ice cream. Vanilla. Really? Yeah. That's boring as shit. I'm sorry. I don't like. Extra shit, either vanilla or chocolate. When did vanilla become an adjective to describe boring? Because you know what it is. I never knew it was. Watch this. Um, mm, I I had relations with a lady once, and what what when compared to an other person she had relations with, I was deemed the the better of the two because other dude was vanilla in the sack, which meant. No, which meant he was just plain. He was he was the most basic flavor you could get. You know I've what I mean? I've never heard that. Yeah, life. I've heard vanilla used that. Because think about it, people who eat vanilla ice cream are typically boring. You have thousands <laughs> of flavors. You, I have I have peanut butter brittle in my fridge. No, I've got coconut gelato. Why? Because it's delicious and it, and it's different. Vanilla's like oh, it's vanilla. It's great. It's one flavor over. Like I couldn't eat a bowl of just vanilla. It would be one flavor overload. I do it all the time. You don't eat any other flavor but vanilla? Well, chocolate. I, I don't see. I, I don't eat chocolate ice cream. I eat the fucking the Snickers bars. The best you don't eat like Rocky Road or no. like cookies and cream. No. You know you like cookies and cream. No. Everyone likes cookies and cream. No. Bullshit. Vanilla and chocolate together, with cookies in it. Yeah, but I I, I used to put uh, M and M's, plain M and M's on my vanilla. That's pretty good, but no cookies. So you're really boring. Sorry. Not even peanut M and M's or almond M and M's or M and M's like left out too long. That might be a little risky. <laughs> no, <laughs> like make it like a gamble. Plain M and M's. Like I could get extremely sick from this ice cream. That's how I like Got to live ice. my life. What? Good ice. Oh, you haven't seen this one yet. What's with had... the ice? What do you mean? It... Wait, you explained this to me once. It's gonna melt. Uh, there's ice in my bong right now, folks. It's 4:20, so I can say the word bong. Could you not say it? Oh, 4:20. I'm sorry. It is Hitler's birthday. And the 10 year anniversary of Columbine. And a stupid arbitrary thing people made up fucking 30 years ago for pot. Like it has no actual meaning whatsoever. They're, okay. Uh, you th- pot code. A lot of people think it's the police code yeah. for marijuana. It's not. The only semi real, it's an urban legend at this point as to how it got started. But the kind of one that people seem to accept is that there were a group of stoners in Marin County, California at Marin High School which was, like, a big, like, hippie area back in the early 70s. And every day they would meet at 420 and get stoned in the parking lot. <laughs> but and why? It was arbitrary because it was after school. It was right after school. It was a good time to meet. This is what they say about the Marin County thing. Like, it's never been the police code. So since then, like, it, it became it spread to other schools and stuff, I guess, like 420. And then people said, a lot of people say 420 is the best time to smoke pot in the day. Because you've been up for a while, you're already a little bit tired. It's not too late where you're gonna pass right out. It's it's like, it's like the turning point between afternoon and evening almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but yeah, the the rumor is that it's from uh, Marin County High School or whatever. It was like the time these stoners met and got together. And this was what thirty years ago? Probably in the seventies, yeah. Uh, but a lot of people, a lot of people know what the fucking. Weird hypocrisy that it is Hitler's birthday and the anniversary of Columbine. Like, all this horrible shit happens on 420, Omez. Go get it, buddy. It's over there. Uh, and yet, people get high. They have, like, Hash Bash. You ever hear that? Hash Bash? I think that's at, at Michigan State University. They have, like, a big pot fest on the lawn. Or like legal? Th- no, thousands of kids get arrested every year. <laughs> but it's, like, 100,000 people smoking and joining at one time, so the cops really have to go, like... I was going to say a 1 in 10 kind of mentality, which brings up an amazing thing I didn't ever think I'd get to say to someone. I'm rereading World War Z, 
And there's a line in there where I completely forgot. It's one of the coolest lines of all time, and it changed. It's not like I think about this a lot, but it changed the way I think of a word. What word? Decimation. Okay. What does it mean to you? Destruction. Desa. From the Latin root for ten, it means one in ten. So when you decimate an army, it means to kill one in every ten soldiers. It's an actual term. To decimate means to kill one-tenth of all. To destroy one-tenth. Really? Yes, absolutely. That's what... Dec- think about it. Decimal. Why wouldn't... Uh, it makes sense. So that's what decimate means. Yes, all these movies that are like alien decimation, like, it's, it's become a word where people think for utter destruction. Yeah. But it literally just means one in ten. Isn't that fucking crazy? Well, so many times that I've heard decimation, it doesn't make sense now. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Like what was think? Uh, there's was there a wrestling thing? I feel like or, there's a Marvel thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that almost is though. Were you talking about X Men? Doesn't. Yeah. It was after House of M, right? Yeah. So it was like only one in ten mutants survived. It was the opposite uh, kind of a decimation. Okay. That was a that was an actual decimation, because it was what a million mutants to a hundred. Like it was it was ten. It was done by ten. We saw a movie this week, not together. Because <laughs> that's fucking weird. But we saw a movie this week. Yeah, we did. What did you think? I of saw it? a few movies this week. What else did you see? No, I mean like you know, I watched uh, Nightmare on M Street. And you know what I was watching all day today? No Freddy's Nightmares. The TV show? Yeah, it's really bad. The one Musilent, but then I never, I never, I never watched. watched it. It was on. It was on creep. It's on. Uh, Chill. Yeah. yeah. You know that channel? Yeah. It's good, man. I was watching it all day. Not a very good show. It's not. It's not even Robert England. No, of course not. Yeah, but he's a he's a series consultant. I didn't know that, but okay. It's it's not. Was there a nightmare? Was there a Friday the Thirteenth show too? Show, was yeah. it Jason? No. Or was it just like they used the name? I don't even think Jason was ever mentioned. It was just the title. No, I mean they used the title of the yeah. film as like a horror anthology yeah. thing. Those never really worked, man. Tales from the Dark Side. What's that? Like in the 80s? I don't know. It, it was like a Tales from the Crypt. See, I was going to say Tales from the Crypt, but that was never very good. I like it. And they can never get the production value. Like, they tried Masters of Horrors on Showtime. Did you see that at all? I didn't watch it, no. It was horrible. The few that I saw, I saw one with Udo Kier. The only reason I watched it is because Moriarty wrote it. Oh, really? Drew McQueen. It was the first thing he wrote. It was called, like, uh, I think it was called Cigarette Burns. Yeah, I saw the DVD for that. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was an interesting concept, but the execution was just not... <laughs> Udo Kier ain't a great fucking actor. Are you okay? I'm good. You got the super flu? I've got a super cold. Man. What? See, you're freaking him out. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. What movie did... It, so you saw uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. What? Uh, well, I've, I mean, I always... You haven't you seen that before? Well, yeah. If you want to get into this real quick, two days ago I did a really weird thing where I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch a bunch of really boring movies... Why? That I write off is extremely boring, and see if maybe I'm just writing them off and they're actually good films. So I sat down and watched three films. I watched Blade Runner. The whole thing? Yeah. Did you like it? No. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. It's like, if you could ask me for more fuck. And I know it wasn't made in the 80s. Was it? Yeah. It was I thought it was. Too. Okay, I was going to say late 70s. It's the most 80 fucking movie of all time. That no, movie is no, 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 no. so limited by its visuals and, and the lack of, of special effects and shit. I wouldn't call it it's the re- ultimate 80s movie. Uh, ultimate 80s sci-fi movie. To me, like, I watched yeah. that, there's there's a patina of fucking 80s on the screen. Like, I can't get over it. No, like, The Last Dragon is an ultimate Yeah, but that's a good movie. fucking movie. But it's an 80s But movie. 80s cheese is good. Yeah. 80s, when they're trying to be serious, comes off like Blade Runner, and it's this weird... Like, none of the chicks are hot because they're all that weird dominatrixy, like, weird fucking colored makeup-y shit that they happened yeah. for a minute, like, because of the Robert Palmer video. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You're addicted to Yeah, the- yeah, all those fucking androgynous-looking chicks or whatever. So He's what's a- the other two? King Kong, the Peter Jackson version. Which I love. It's so fucking horrible. <laughs> it's so... I was trying, dude. It's so retarded you to be bad. You three hours? Do you know how many shots there are of Jack Black looking ominously off the screen? <laughs> I'd say like a good 14 minutes if you cut it together. Uh, it's horrible. Like, I the beginning it. is great. The New York stuff, I was, I was visually taken aback by it. Once they get... Once they meet the monkey, 
I even like for I even like like the dudes like fighting the mo- the bugs and that even though that got old. Yeah. The the monkey shit's so fucking stupid. He would have killed her within five fucking seconds. But I cannot suspend my disbelief. But she would have no movie. I was like, okay, King Kong has indie four level action rationale. No. The only with the Jimmy shit. The Jimmy shit is Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, dude. Uh do you know what I'm talking about as far as indie four rationale? Like the swinging on the vine yes. and shit? Uh, what's the amazing one in King Kong? Oh, wait a minute. The Brontosaurus pile up is not is that supposed to be incredibly hilarious? Is that supposed to be hilarious when all the dinosaurs like pile up on each other? I was like, I was going to my chair, I'm going, please give me a wide shot, please give me a wide shot, please give me a wide shot. <laughs> they don't give you a wide shot. It's like it's it's like five minutes of dinosaurs tumbling on it. That's the other thing. That movie would be great if it was an hour and forty minutes. Have you ever seen the original? Yeah. You like it? No. <laughs> like it's 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 just um it's just so overdone. Just every every shot, every every time where you needed a three second shot of Kong, there was a twelve second shot of Kong. Every time it was insane. It was like whoever paced that film was like, mm, let's take what could be a good film and pace it twice as slow as Little that. Paul Jackson. Because of Lord of the Rings. But I love Lord of the Rings. Maybe because I'm just a Lord of the Rings fan. See, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan, so I'm not a huge fan of the movie. But I love King Kong. The fucking... The, the best part of King Kong... There is, is no best part. Yes, it's completely unspoken. When she's running away from him and comes upon the, the, the T-Rexes, when... She walks back to his leg. Yes, and he looks down like... Wait a minute, you know, this is kind of good. Dude, he, he looks up for just one moment and growls. And here's, and here's the other thing I want to note after watching it again. I'd say, and I, I this isn't an honest-to-God count, and though the movie's long, so it might be, I would say she's with Kong alone for at most 50 minutes. Okay. That is not enough. T- in a three-hour film, if you, if you look at a screen-time ratio for an arc, that is not enough time to sell me on their relationship. It really isn't. I don't feel the Kong... Naomi watched thing for a minute when I watched this movie. Wait, what part? His or her? Both. His I can understand. Hers, it, there's not a second where you're like, she's retarded. When I watch this movie, it's no, not I'm like, I don't movie. empathize and I don't, I don't feel bad for Kong. I don't say, oh, it's so sad she loves him, but she's got to go with the humans. It's retarded. What about this giant fucking monkey thing is making him, because she saved him from a T-Rex? He's swinging her around like she's a fucking peanut. No, 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 wait, wait, hold on. No, no, okay. The thing with him is it's a white blonde woman, which is kind of racist. It's not. A, it's but, nothing to do with that. In watching the film again, you are led to believe that Kong has been given thousands of women. Some of them might be white and blonde, no, too. No, no, no. This is the first one to survive his initial fucking interrogation thing. No, it was all the aborigines, all the... Okay, the but regardless, remove that. This is the first woman to survive his initial inspection. Okay. She falls out of his hand and, and tumbles when he was about to kill her. That's why he connects to her. It's the first time he's given his pet a chance to live, as opposed to killing it accidentally. But you don't see why she would look at him as a protector? Of course she would, because he saved her from T-Rexes, but well, I don't see... go. Yeah, but as a protector, yes. Like, to fall in love with him? What, what do you mean by in love? I don't mean I don't a sexual... Of, I don't, okay, well, then what are you talking I about? I don't mean a romantic sense. I love my dog. Well, there you go. She loved King Kong as much as she, I love my dog. That's retarded. Why? How long did it take you to grow an affinity for your dog, to grow affection for your a dog? A couple days, but he's a little dog. He wasn't swinging me around and running me through the jungle and shit. Like, he, he <laughs> like, it, it's just, I don't buy it. It's so fucking, like, it's just, it's, all right, King Kong was the second film. Okay. And the third is sitting right there, and I made it halfway through, and I took it out again. I can't do it. The New World by Terrence, Ma- Terrence Malick. Are oh, you just not a Terrence Malick fan? I am. Yeah. <laughs> he makes gorgeous fucking yes, films. That's why I'm a fan. New World is incredibly gorgeous. Yes. But my God, it's the most boring movie ever made. So is Days of Heaven, but it's wonderful and so to watch. And so is Thin Red Line. But it's wonderful to watch. To have a, to, holy <laughs> he doesn't agree with you either, man. He's like, fuck that. It's not wonderful to watch. Woody Harrelson gives a shitty... Perf- no. Uh, to keep on in the background, you've got like The Fall. The Fall yes. is a little bit better than those... But you seem to be able to substitute story for, for visuals a lot of the time. Depending. I can make concessions, but if it's the whole movie, I can't fucking do it. And that brings us to... Yes, because I, I want to ask you this. You're saying you substitute visuals for story. Saying that I substitute visuals for story. What the fuck did you do with Crank 2? 
crank high voltage. That brings us to crank high voltage. There's a story No, there's not. What do you mean? He's got... His heart needs to be charged. That's not a story. That's a device. It's it's an amazing device. Someone pitched that movie to you and you... If this franchise didn't exist and someone pitched that to you, you'd be like, that's the most high concept thing I've ever heard of. But it's not a story. Sure, there's a story. There was more of a story in the first... No, there's a story in this, Chev, and you had had to find out who was killing him and why, and then you found out it was because... I mean, spoiler alert if anyone hasn't no. seen Crank 2. He was not trying to find out who's killing him and why. He's trying to get his heart back. I don't even care with Crank 2. Because there is no, there's nothing to care about. But it's not visuals. It's not the visuals I like. You just like the action. The I like the stuff that shit. happens in it. I like the action, yes. Which is what Crank 2 is. And I don't mean action in terms of just action scenes. Action in terms of everything going on in front of the camera. What? Because if, if I, I can't say it's the visuals that draw me in, and I can't say it's the story, so what is it? It's not the action scenes, it's everything. So it's, every, it's, the, it's the movie. <laughs> well, it's the attitude, it's the characters, it's the fucking cinematography, it's the editing is no style. Character. Chev isn't a character? He's a character. He... It, it, it. He's a fucking video. He's a fucking dude from Grand Theft Auto. Like he's he's a, he's. A, here's what we want to talk about. You like you prefer the first film. Yes. And I thought about this when you were on your way over, and they're two drastically different films. I completely. Here's why: the first film does have a story, and it, it's a lot less crazy, and it's a lot a bit more of a conventional action flick. It's a bit more like Transporter, or like one of those kind of fucking crazy balls to the walls adrenaline movies. Crank Two is a fucking comic book movie. He's a superhero in this flick. This is a superhero film, Crank 2. 100%. And therein lies the difference. You don't think the first one? No, I think I think it's 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 close, but it's subdued enough that it's still a no, regular no, no, action okay. film. Okay, I will say that the first one is sort of a comic book film. I will say the second one is a cartoon. I love... Dude, that's even better. That's a, <laughs> It's a live-action cartoon, man. And you know me, like, that's all I want to make in my life. That's all I want to see and make. But it's everything that was in the first movie just doubled. But more intense and crazier. Just doubled, yes. Isn't that... So if you like the first one, wouldn't you, like, double it? No, because the reason I like the first one is because it kind of had not been done before, and I was surprised, and I was with it, and it shocked me, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool that they thought of to do that. Yeah, this and then the second one is like, they've already had these ideas. Fuck that, it was so badass when he's like, where's the social club? And, like, he points for his... And all of a sudden, you see the dude fly, through the, you see the dude fly through the window, and then three seconds later, there's, like, 13 yes. bodies flying through the top. Chip ran the fuck upstairs and started throwing people at the window. It's a cartoon, yes. It's a, like, it's fucking amazing, though. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, the shit they do in that movie is... In, it, it's, he, I, he's maybe one of my favorite screen characters of all time, though, Jeff Jellios. <laughs> like, they gave him a backstory, oh, like... Which I did not enjoy. I did not enjoy the kid shit. I did enjoy the power plant. I did enjoy the cameos. Uh, I, I didn't understand the chicken and broccoli. What the fuck was that? <laughs> he was just being racist. Oh, Okay. I told you. <laughs> he shot a Chinese guy and he said chicken, chicken and broccoli. broccoli. Okay. <laughs> See, he's he's not he's he's very sensitive <laughs> to, to the sensitive subject of race. Helmet, chill. Come here. Sit up here. But no, I mean it was okay. You know, I, I say Amy like Smart's not a great actress. No. She's not entirely incredibly hot either. She's got a great body. See, I think she's got a great face. See, I disagree. I would say the opposite. See, I don't think she has an astounding body, but... Jenna Hayes is on her. Though, yeah. her tits didn't look so great. Because it was through the windshield or something. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I know those breasts. And it was they're, quick. They're better than that. <laughs> uh, Nick Manning was in. Dropping loads! See, I don't know that guy. <laughs> uh, it, there was no reason for this... Uh, this is the ultimate no reason movie. The first one was no reason. Yes, but this is times 20, you just said. Yeah. Like, shit happens in this movie for, for literally no fucking reason whatsoever. The X actually, you know what? For all its craziness, and I've read a few reviews, it is plot-driven. No, it is it's not. It's driven by the plot. The forward momentum of the film is plot-based. Chev no. is chasing for his heart. It's not like he's arbitrarily and doing... And what does it amount to? What? Absolutely nothing. I mean, it amounts I as, a, away, as a MacGuffin to get him somewhere. It's a plot. It's a device to get him somewhere it's else. It's a device. It's yes, not a but, plot. Yes, but we didn't know that until the very end. <laughs> In retrospect, it's not a plot, but during the movie, it seems like a plot. You know what I mean? Okay. Statham, like, Statham's the fucking coolest dude in the world, too, no? Yeah. Like, if anyone was born to play that, can you imagine anyone else in that part? No, but I mean, I, I mean I've said before that, I mean, Statham is the quintessential action guy right now. 
Did you get? I love. I love that they throw like a, when you said strawberry tart. Did you get that right no, away? Because Cockney mean. rhyme. You don't know about Cockney rhyming slang. No. Like, you never saw like Crank or Lockstock. You're asking me if I've ever saw Crank or Lockstock. Of course, yeah. Yes. So Cockney, you've heard the tape for his yeah. Cockney. It's it's, it's it's like okay, come here, <laughs> come here. You're sitting next to me now. He just wants his bone. Man. It's like a fucking sit with your bone. It's like a British gangster kind of thing, Cockney. It's like you know, like yeah. street talk. But they have this thing called rhyming slang, which is the way they talk. Where like, um, this is a line from Snatch. He goes, "Don't tell me any porky pies." What would that mean? Something lies. Don't tell me any lies. Okay. You rhyme. Oh, so strawberry doesn't really mean anything. No, it's, it's tart. It's just tart. Oh, yeah, okay. but you, you always put something before it. You uh, know what I mean? Gotcha. Struggle and strife means wife. Okay. My struggle and strife. Yeah. I like that's one I like a lot. I've heard yeah. I've heard that before. So that's Cockney rhyming slang. Chevy Chase means face. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you could put it whenever you want. I think I think in terms of Cockney rhyming slang. You can rhyme anything. I don't think there are specific ones. Like I don't think I don't think the way to say heart is strawberry tart. I think you'd say like a piece apart would mean you know what I mean. Uh, but it's but just people are supposed to get it. You get it right away because it's you know what I mean? it's con- it's contextual. Okay. Where's my strawberry tart? Where's my heart? That's yeah. how I figured it out. You know what I mean? I dig it. Jerry Howell looks fucking incredible. Yeah. Spice. Ginger spice. Is that the one she, I didn't even know which one she, she was. She was Ginger Spice. I was I trying to think of that. Scary. I thought it was scary, sporty was like the lesbian looking Posh. one. Posh, baby. Baby. And uh, Ginger. Ginger because yeah. she has red the hair. Red hair, yeah. See? <clears throat> See? Ginger was the one in the movie, right? Yeah, that's yeah, Ginger. Okay. Jerry Hallowell. Yeah. Uh, like, she was like the lead, like the famous, until Posh married fucking Beckham. She yeah. was the famous one. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. I, I can't. I don't know how they're making a third one. In 3D, too. What, what do you mean you don't know how? I don't know how he survives the end of this. How the fuck did he survive the first one? You see right away. You'll see right away in the third one, I'm sorry. I'm assuming... We'll spoil it for everyone now. I'm hoping you've seen the movie by now, folks. If not... Well, you act like it's a it's an old movie. You gotta give people a chance. I to think all of our listeners <laughs> should have seen it by now. You know what I mean? You're not... I mean, you're gonna tell the ending? I guess not. Chev is left in another situation where it doesn't seem like he there's a fucking chance of him surviving, and yet Crank 3 is greenlit. Well, yes. I mean, you didn't think the same thing with Crank 2? You know how many cameras they had? Three. 200. What? 200. No, no. What, what the fuck did you hear That's that? That's how they did it. They bought 200 XHA1s, and they, like, threw them down walls and shit. They destroyed 200 cameras for this movie. They bought them to destroy them. They were $3,000 cameras, $2,000 cameras. They used 200 Maybe cameras. it was 40. It was definitely... <laughs> That's a big fucking jump. Is it? Is it? Is it really, though? Is that that big of a jump? It's, it's what? Five times the amount? All right, so even, let's say let's say 40 for the minimum. That's a lot of cameras, right? <laughs> yes. Of the same camera. For the purpose of... And I was reading about the new one. They've got this rig they're inventing, which I don't really understand tech shit a lot. But what they're basically doing is they're creating real... Bullet, a real way to shoot bullet time. So imagine this, if you will. This is what I've heard so far. They're going to string up like 50 cameras and they're going to put them on roller blades, on the wheels of like roller blades, and they're going to go push and push it. So it starts revolving like a pendulum almost and put the actors in between there. That way... It's the actors moving 360 around 360 degree cameras. It's not just the cameras moving 360 degrees. It's the actors moving 360 degrees as well. But wouldn't that be a lot harder than to just make it special effects? Yeah. So why do it? Because they're fucking awesome. You know these dudes were cameramen, Nedved and Taylor, right? Yeah, one of them actually graduated from my school. They're just, they're fucking camera dudes. I think they're in the movie. I think they're the guys who own the dog. 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 The dog that bites the officer's nuts when they, uh, the collar. Uh, oh, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's them. Yeah. Doesn't that it would you, that would seem like yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like bilingual. You're not up on bilingual. Not a bilingual fan. No. Nah. I read an interview with her this week. She's actually not as dumb as she seems. <laughs> or she might. Well, she's a great actress. She's not dumb. She is certifiably crazy, but she knows it, and she's exploiting it on purpose. So she might be really smart, actually. Think of you know what I mean. <laughs> They're calling her Ling Bai now too. 
Because she's Asian. The they, did the, they did the Zang 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 switch or whatever. What happened to her? I'm sure she's still around. I think she's still an Asian movie. She in Memoirs of Geisha? Yeah. I didn't see it. That was, what, 05? I didn't see it, but you know what I am? It's Speaking of Asian films, you know what I'm extremely excited for? Ponyo? No, I've seen Ponyo. Yeah, but, no, not... I've seen Ponyo. <laughs> uh, no, I'm extremely excited for Thirst. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, more yeah, so yeah. than the other fucking... Yeah. It's got Dude from The Host, who I loved. Mm-hmm. Fucking Park Chan-wook, vampire flick. He hasn't... Because, I mean... Yeah, he's done straight out dramas for the most part. From you know, yeah, you can't really consider old boy an action film. Have you seen Observant Report yet? No. Did you hear about the old boy homage? No. It's Seth Rogen with a flashlight against like twenty cops. With the in the same shot in the one shot. Not in the one. Against cops. Against cops. Okay, I gotta see it. Rogen, like, dude, that movie is so brutally, like, fucking insanely violent and shockingly hardcore and, like, fucked up. Like, fucked up. Fucked up, fucked up. The shit they do in Observe and Report, you would never think you would see in a mainstream comedy. See, I heard it wasn't that serious. I heard people was overreacting. No, I saw it. And it's that serious. It's not that serious, but for the comedy, it goes to some fucking dark places. The tone of the film is a is a total comedy. Okay. But it it, it 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 does some things that you don't expect. You know what I mean? I'll check it out. Uh, are you bored for for three minutes, two minutes? Why? Because we have a special guest. Uh, who? <laughs> You're so fucking lost. We're gonna debut the Brendo Man minute. Oh. I want to put it in the middle of the show. I don't, folks, okay. if you remember Brendo Man from from the last episode, it's kind of unforgettable. We've heard some positive comments, and uh, one of my favorite things to do in the world is to set him in front of a camera or a microphone and let him talk to himself. You know, one time I told him, oh, this is Dickie, <laughs> I told him I had to make a phone call in the other room. We were doing it. We were filming a, a table read for one of my shorts, and I was like, just keep talking to yourself, and I'll be back. I left him in there for 28 minutes and watched it later. He talks to himself for a half an hour, <laughs> but like about subjects and stuff. Like, he'll get on to, he'll like... Oh, uh, we'll let Brendo Man tell you folks. Hold on one sec. Well, hey, boys and girls. It's the Brendo Man Minute. Uh, Hello, this is Brendo Man. Welcome to the Brendo Man Minute on Bagged Boarded. I just want to thank you guys for the, the positive feedback and the kind words. Um... I'm not feeling so well right now. I think I ate a little too much of the cheap Easter candy. You know, I was going to Ralph's and I saw in the back, uh, I had like these carts full of Cadbury eggs and all the good stuff and I just could not resist and now my stomach's revolting a little bit. So let's see here. I just wanted to address, uh, Matt S. commented on the, um, at Quick Stop about how um, the Spider-Man stuff that's uh, that I said was from Mr. Rogers is actually from the Electric Company, and I want to give props to Matt for catching that because I knew it was one of those PBS shows. For some reason, it was in my head that it was on Mr. Rogers, but that is correct. It was Electric Company. Electric Company is pretty awesome. Easy reader. Um, yeah, I like Three Two One Contact a little bit more. And uh, Square One was pretty cool also. All those PBS shows were great. Um, So let's see. Uh, Something else I wanted to talk about was, um, I guess Matt said I actually have three minutes. So I guess it's the Brendo Man three minutes. Um, And I know Matt says I'm full of crap. And not full of crap, but just, just worthless and silly. But I would like to challenge the world... Especially you bagged and boarded listeners out there to help me in my crusade to get the movie Angus on DVD. You can find all the details at breadnobad.com um, or go to the Warner Brothers. They have this new thing called the Warner Archive. I think it's at wbshop.com. And you can let them know that you want Angus. Because Angus is a great movie. You have three Oscar winners in George C. Scott, Kathy Bates, and Rita Moreno in the cast, as well as an awesome soundtrack. 
and it's a great movie. Yes, it inspired me because I'm I was a fat kid who played football, and I liked it. Um, so yeah, so I'm running out of time here. Just want to thank you guys, and um, if you want to give me some ideas or questions, you can email me, and I will address them in future episodes. My email is brendoman at gmail.com. Also visit my webcomic, well, my friend and I's webcomic, at brax, B-R-A-X, comics.com. Thank you, and back to you, Matt and Jesse. Rock and roll. That was a minute with Brando Man, and by gosh, what a minute it was. And now, back to the Jew and the colored fella, only on Bad Deported. Yeehaw! What? Brando Man, thank you for that wonderful minute of yours. It was, uh, quite interesting. It was, it wasn't it amazing? It was. It really Him was. in that fucking Angus movie. <laughs> Like I hate to I hate to undermine the entire point of his Brendo Man minute, but like don't fucking help him out on this Angus thing. He needs he needs, he needs hobbies. Don't, don't do that. Like, he needs more constructive things. To if that's do. what he wants to do, let him do it. He got a minute. Now he had he had three minutes, man, and all he did was talk about Angus and Easter candy. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is with Angus? Do you like Angus? I don't really remember it. Is that like a movie you think that anyone would be championing? I, I guess. I mean, I remember seeing it on video shelves and shit, but I mean, I, I watched it. I know, but I don't. Recall what it, what it's even about. It's about a fat kid. Yeah, it's like an outcast dude, right? It's about like an outcast dude who like who like becomes cool by the end of it. You know what I mean? I think all the kids like him or something. He like doesn't he become prom king or some shit? I don't, I don't remember. Or is that pumpkin? I don't recall. I never saw pumpkin. Do you know what pumpkin is? It's uh. It's he's actually Richie. he's actually retarded. The main kid. It's Christina Ricci. Yeah, but right? the main kid's got like Down syndrome or something in real life. It. Like it's kind of. Yes, it's Christina Ricci. I mean, I'm saying I know the the movie, but I never saw it. What else is coming out, dude? Summer movies? Any? Do you even? I'm care? not interested in summer. No, movies. No, this isn't. It doesn't even seem like it's the summer. I don't care about Star Trek. I don't care about GI Joe. I don't care about GI Joe. Looks fun at least, yeah, yeah. but I don't care about it. Like, there's a few movies that I want to see that you really wouldn't want to see. Like what? Like Public Enemies. I have, I have a mild interest in that. That's a good cast. And I'm, a, I'm a big Michael Mann fan. Um, I like Michael Mann a lot, too. And I like I like Johnny Depp. I used to like Bale. I'm not so sure anymore. Why? I don't know, man. Because of the screaming? No, not at all. Because I just... When was, I, he hasn't done, really done a movie since fucking Batman that I've seen. You know what I mean? Since Batman it, happened, it, it, it's kind of hard to year. think... Since it happened, though, it's kind of hard to think about Bale in terms of anything else. Rescue Dawn! I didn't see it. It's good. Vern Herzog flick, right? Yes. With uh, uh, I heard, I Tears heard, is really good. I, fuck, I heard, um, uh, do Faraday, uh, Jeremy Sisto, not Jeremy Sisto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's no, not Sisto. It's um, Jeremy Davies. Yeah, I heard he's great in it. He got down to like eighty pounds or something for it. I heard. They all lost a lot of fucking weight for that movie, but it's good. It's a good flick. Mm-hmm. It's a good flick. What else is coming out, dude? I don't even know. Terminator. Big fucking deal. Like, is that those are the summer movies? Yeah. Oh, I could give a fuck. Yeah, I'm not going to see really a single interested. one. There's <laughs> no, there's no superhero flicks this summer. No, none. Inglorious is coming this summer. I don't even really care anymore. <laughs> Do you? I, I want to see if it's like the script because the script. There's like a list. Fun. The list of movies I want to see really badly can like fall on one hand. You know what I mean? Where the wild things are. Thirst. Uh. Uh. Crank three. <laughs> that's not this summer. Whenever it happens, that's one of the movies I'm looking forward to. I mean, you got Wolverine, which like just does not look fucking good. And after all the bad things I've heard, and everything, you know what I mean, I just have zero interest in a Wolverine spinoff. But they're only reviewing the work print. Oh, okay. So, all right, when he has claws, it'll make it much different. <laughs> claws don't change the dialogue. You know what I mean? Like I've, I just I have zero interest. I have zero interest in Star Trek. Yeah. None. None whatsoever. I've never seen a Star Trek Neither have movie. I. I've never seen a movie or a TV show. I saw a couple of shows with my dad was a fan. I, I, I don't even... I could give a fuck about Captain Kirk and Spock and shit. Like, you know what I mean? It just looks weird. the only characters you know? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and Sulu. I know Klingons. And Mr. Sulu. I didn't even know Sulu. That's George Takei. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, like, Scotty Bones or something. Yeah. Doctor, I'm a doctor. Oh. You hear people making fun of that, though. I'm, I have zero interest in Star Trek. I always said when I was a kid, it was it was a Star Wars or a Star Trek thing. You know what I mean? That was the defining line. Star Wars is for geeks. Star Trek is for nerds. <laughs> it's, you know, rarely do I meet people who are into both. And if you're into both, you're like an Uber fucking. You never leave your apartment if you're into both. What if you're not really into either, like myself? You're just like a weird fucking redneck. 
okay. Like, how's sports? Because I'm sure you're into them. Yes, the Lakers. Exactly, see? When you were watching the Lakers, I was <laughs> memorizing what planet uh, Greta was from. And it's Rodarion. Yeah. He's a Rodarian. Sorry. Is his breed. Or I was like, oh, what's the name of the dude who gets his arm cut off in the cantina? It's Ponda Baba, and he's an Aqualian. <laughs> he was with Dr. Evazion. Evazion? Evazion? I don't want to Dr. Dr. Death, the guy who's like, I've got the death sentence on four systems. <laughs> You'll be sorry. You'll be dead. You know that guy? No, I don't remember that. In The New Hope, in the first Star Wars, when, when Obi-Wan cuts the guy's arm off in the bar... I recall that. And he goes, he doesn't like the looks of you, and I don't either. <laughs> we'll be careful. You'll be dead. And then he gets his arm cut off. That is wonderful dialogue, though. That is that is Lucas dialogue. You being serious or joking? George Lucas wrote the, the single worst like dialogue exchange in the history of film. Which, I shot a video about it. Oh. with uh, He goes, I'm so in love then, and then she goes, well, then would you say love has blinded you? That's not exactly what I meant, but it's probably true. No, he goes, you are so beautiful. She goes, no, you, fuck, what, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, is this Star Wars? Yeah, I it's, about Indiana no, it's Phantom Menace. Anakin says, uh, she goes, he goes, she goes, you are so beautiful. He goes, you are so beautiful, but it's only because I'm so in love. And then she goes, then love has blinded you? And he goes, that's not exactly what I meant. And then she goes, but it's probably true. It's just that then love has blinded you? So wait, I, I gotta ask. Like, you're a huge fan of the original show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how did you act when Phantom Menace was... I liked out? Phantom Menace. Uh, no. No, I'm saying like before you saw it, were you like... I was losing my fucking mind. <laughs> were you crazy? <laughs> Dude, were you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've never seen it. I was upset. What? You've I've never, never seen, seen the prequels? Phantom You've seen Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, but not Phantom I've Menace? I've never seen any of the new ones. Oh, I've I mean... I've never seen the original trilogy. Uh, Attack of the Clones is genuinely a good movie. The second one. Really? I heard that was the worst one. No, the, the third is the worst one by far. Oh, really? I heard Re- that was the best one. No, people are... No, I've heard that too. People are out of their fucking minds. Revenge of the Sith is unwatchably bad. I saw it once. It's in Spider-Man 3, X-Men 3 category as, like, movie... And, X, and Indy 4. As, like, beloved franchise movies that made a sequel that I saw once and will never own on DVD, which is shocking, you know? If you'd have told me five years ago that you I wouldn't be buying X-Men 3 and yeah. Spider-Man 3 and Indiana Jones 4 and yeah. Superman the movie, you know what I mean? I have the Superman Returns movie. Do you? But I got it in the set. Is it? I, 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 had it, I had the set already. No, I had... One, two, and three didn't really feel like the Don. I didn't really care. I don't care about enough about the movies to see the spot. The Donner fucking cut. I hate the Superman movies. They're that. cheesy and fucking eighties and shitty. Like they're it's not even good. Watch, they're not yeah. even fun. Not even fun. The first two is fun. It's uh, they're all right. The Richard Watching Pryor Richard ones Pryor are okay. <laughs> but but Gene Hackman is Lex Luthor. Richard Pryor is the only watchable thing in those Superman movies, in my opinion. Th- those aren't like they're so cheesy. They look so bad. Like she talks like this. Hello, Clark. Hello, sir, 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 sir. But that's when people thought... Why did she talk like... Movies. Why did they cast a woman to talk like this? Hi, Jimmy. She had a weird... Li- <laughs> she's a weird list, Margot Kidder, right? She doesn't really seem like a Lois Lane either. Sure, 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 she sure, seems sure. helpless, and I don't see Lois Lane sure, sure, sure. Like, Kate Bosworth was better? Fuck no. I, I hate it. They had a kid. I only saw the movie once. They had a kid in it. Yeah. Like, there's Superman kid. Superboy Jr. or some shit. You know what I mean? But you gotta wonder Cause wasn't the whole movie She was wondering Who the father was Yes but And it wasn't supposed to be A sequel from Well it was like How many people she fucked That's what I'm saying So as soon as Superman left She was fucking She was just fucking everyone <laughs> Like it could be Literally anyone It could It could be literally Anyone in all of Metropolis You're right It is funny and, like, who did you fuck that has superpowers That could have possibly Passed them to your kid Well she didn't see That he had superpowers Until they threw the piano I don't remember you don't remember All I remember is Superman out? didn't punch anybody. It's fucking boring. He didn't punch a single person. No, there was not one punch thrown. The entire movie, am I right? I don't recall. There's not one punch thrown the entire movie, which means there's a Superman movie where all he does is save people. He saves like three. He, there's three set pieces where he saves them. The Superman doesn't fight anyone in, in Superman Returns at all. They give him a motherfucking robot to punch or something. <laughs> like when he's walking into Lex Luthor's base, have them be like, oh, I'm a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let him punch something. It's stu- it was the, it was the ga- 
the gays <laughs> and most and, and I don't mean in like I don't, I'm not using gay as a derogatory term for like lame I'm using it as homosexual it was like an ode to Brandon Ruth's fucking pecs a lot of people do say that Singer went it was his it was his wet dream yeah he did that with X-Men too Yes, but and it shows a tiny bit in X Men, but Superman's just insane. Well, it's, it fits it's, kind of Superman's right. a gay fetish movie. It's shots of a beautiful fucking looking dude flying around <laughs> and shit, like with his hair all combed. You know what I mean? That he doesn't fight anyone. Like Lex Luthor's like ugly old Kevin Spacey, who really is gay, I think. Well, he hasn't come out. Singer cast a lot of gay dudes though. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Uh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> No, he's married. He's on man. Broadway and shit, man. But he's married. I know, but dude is very comfortable with himself, man. He kissed a guy on stage. Did he? I read an interview about Wolverine in the new Entertainment Weekly, and he said, uh, I'll never forget when I was on stage about to kiss a guy and somebody in the audience yelled out, Wolverine, don't do it. I like Hugh Jackman. You know what's funny? I thought about it. Did you know of him before X-Men 1? No, nobody Me neither. Did. He was an unknown pretty much, yeah, right? In Australia. He was known in Australia was like, like Russell Crowe during the fucking hockey movie. Is it, that's what it was Mystery Alaska the first No, he had a gang movie. Romper Stomper. Romper Stomper. Yeah, yeah, but that was also that was that was okay, that I thought you meant that would be the movie that didn't cross over. Romper Stomper didn't cross over. The next one did. Mystery Alaska. Yeah, Romper Stomper is the one that people can now go back and watch, and I can't fucking, yeah. I can't watch. I've never seen it. It's fucking awful. It's a it's a skinhead movie. Oh yeah. yeah but it's yeah. so like imagine American History X, but take out any concept of soul or redeeming <laughs> or like or like heart to it. It's just an it's a dirty, violent just fucking. An evil film. It's just an evil film, Romper Stomper. That he just rapes and fucking kills people. For, you know what I mean? Like a clockwork orange. No, but even that, Alex is charming. Yeah. Charming, come on, come on, like Bale, like not Bale, yeah. uh, Bateman. Oh, Psycho. Like Patrick Bate. What? American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. They meant Psycho, Psycho. Yeah. Like, dude. I mean, I think I've said this before. Oh, oh I don't even want to know if we want to get into this again. Yeah. Clockwork is like I, Clockwork is one of my favorite films of all time. It took me a while to get through it. Like so, I watched like the first twenty. No way! Like, I saw that movie for the first time when I was thirteen. I watched it like ten times <laughs> within a week. Like that is one of my favorite films ever made, and. Kubrick does an amazing thing in it where and and, and it, I think it's only been mirrored since and I know this is going to sound silly and I'm probably missing out on a million films I can use it as an example <laughs> Devil's Rejects what, okay what's the what, what are you exempling what, what's your example a horrible repugnant inhumanly disgusting protagonist that they somehow make likable that you root for. Devil's Rejects are not likable. Yes, they are, dude. No. You root for the fucking Fireflies by the end of that. You totally do. They are likable. The inter- they're funny as shit. The interplay between the three of them? Come on, the fucking... You don't think they're funny? Fucking Spalding and fucking Rufus and shit going off at each other all the time? I don't think they're likable. Are you still... What did he say? Hey, I've seen it once. Are you still know. a faggot? Hey, are you still an asshole? <laughs> dude, I love Devil's Rejects. Would you say that I think Alex is likable? If not in charming... Clockwork Orange? In Clockwork Orange, yeah. Uh, it's I, hard to say somebody that goes in and beats. And see, and I think I think we've said this. I think I've said this on a podcast before. I hate. I've said this. Before, I hate saying this over and over. Fucking, but like that rape scene is is horrible, and, yes, and rape is. is horrible. Kubrick goes for it so fucking much, though, that it's it's beautiful in its level of ultra violence. No, I mean, I do. Yeah, it, I understand. I, I think like Zack Snyder. I, Zack Snyder. A lot of people are giving a shit for being Watchmen too violent. I like, and I, I know what? we're, I know we're fucking Hollywood wannabes. Always talk about our own <laughs> shit. But like, I've thought about something. A lot of the scripts I write, and you can attest, are are fucking insanely violent, yeah. right? I don't think it's that I'm a violent person. I don't think it's that Zack Snyder's a violent person. I don't think it's Kubrick's a violent person. I think if you want to think of it like this, um. Art is uh, art is it art is a blank canvas, right? And what you put onto it is like your paintbrush. It's what you right. use to paint that art. Yes. I think Snyder and Kubrick, and to a lesser extent, what I'm trying to do, I think we use violence as a way to express things. Violence is our paintbrush. Ultra violence. That's why I, my comedies are ultra. Everything is ultra violent because like that's my way of. That's my me, that's my medium almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and to me, and I realize like that clockwork orange rape scene, though it's repugnant and awful and disgusting, 
the level of how fucked up and repugnant and awful and, and disgusting is is like uh, is I think an achievement. I think I like extremes in film. I like extreme emotion and even even extreme disgust is is is, is beautiful in the level that it's art and it and it's really fucking super. You know you're thinking when you're watching it. You know what I mean? There's a difference between the rate scene o'clock orange or watching wild hogs. <laughs> you don't leave wild hogs affected. You know what I mean? So do you think Orange is Kubrick's best film? Yes, I do. I like Strange Love, but I like it because I'm weird and I can't even. I don't even think people know why they like it. I love it, but it's boring. No, it's not b- boring. It's got its moments. I'll give How you, is it boring? I'll give you this. It, it, it peaks and valleys Strange Love. It's very odd. Like every character rotation, the movie picks up a little steam again. Every time Seller changes. Uh, like when you go to Ripper, it kind of slows down. See, I, I think the only thing that you could. They're trying to drain our precious the, bodily fluids. Is the plane. See, I like the plane shit. See, I'm not a huge fan of the plane. Slim Pickens is fucking. James Earl Jones? Yeah. This is his first movie? See, I think Orange is his third best film. What do you think his first is? The Shining. See, I think The Shining is an amazing film. But in terms of the Kubrick, Shining is... And even though Shining is fucked up and twisted, it is um, it is his most mainstream, I think. Well... I didn't know Stanley Kubrick directed Shining. Yes. But it's, it's weird. For someone who made Clockwork and Strangelove, he didn't make other films like that. He made his two weird hippie drugging movies and didn't do that again. Space Odyssey was the first one. I know, but do you see what I'm saying? Clockwork and Strangelove fit together as a pair, I feel like. I disagree. Tone-wise, thematically, comedy-wise, they're both... He never did black comedies again, though. Those are Kubrick's only two black comedies. And they're two of the best black comedies ever made. Strangelove being a better black comedy than Clockwork is, as far as a black comedy. Kubrick is known for black comedies, but you Have you seen Barry Lyndon... I try. It's fucking unwatchably <laughs> boring. Like, have you seen, like, fucking Spartacus? I, I like Spartacus. It's okay. I don't like fucking Eyes Wide Shut. I like Eyes Wide Shut. And, and, and Lolita's okay. It's just yeah. another normal movie. And this guy made, like, eight... He made ten films. Eight of them were really good films, but pretty normal. And then these two fucking whacked-out Terry Gilliam almost fucking movies. Uh, I, I've kind of got to disagree with that. I wouldn't say that... Like, when you look at dumb douchebags like me and we name all our... Like, my, you know, my favorite list of movies is always... Oh, Fight Club, fucking Pulp Fiction, Fear and Loathing, yeah. Clockwork is always in there. But you don't put Strange Love in there. No, I don't. Because Strange Love is not as hardcore as Clockwork is, <laughs> if I want to say it. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, Clockwork is pretty fucking hardcore, but... See, I, I think Kubrick is probably look the greatest Cl- manifestation of a director ever. He is, like, the perfect director. I, I can't... I don't know. There wasn't enough... This sucks to say this, but there wasn't any EPK cameras. Like, I've never seen him work, really. You've never seen uh, A Life in Pictures? No, I haven't. You've That's the doc it. on it, right? Yes, I'll let you borrow it. It's phenomenal. And I just I just ordered the Stanley Kubrick Archives book, which I will bring next week. As far as the definition of a director, yes, I would say he's up there in my mind. If you if you thought told me to ask you, Hitchcock would be another one, I'd yeah, think. Scorsese. Scor- yes, even though he had his little coke thing in the fucking eighties and he was doing fucking Which New York, New York, Raging Bull, New York, New York, Kings of Comedy little fucking run, and I like King of Comedy, but like mm-hmm. that whole little four films there, After Hours, King Comedy, After Hours is fucking amazing. It's no, it's not. It's, yes, it it's, is. It's, it's it's fucking amazing. It's not a movie. It's but not cranked, a movie. High Voltage is really a movie. Crank, crank, and this is going to be controversial, is the successor to, to to the Clockwork Oranges of the world. Matthew. In 20 years, the kids... Matt, who, the kids, Jesus. There will be... In 20 years, you know how many oh kids are going to say they got into films because of Crank 2? Zero. Bullshit. Zero. Bullshit. Zero. Bullshit. You could do that on your... You could shoot that movie on your own fucking camera in your backyard. That's, that's not the same thing. No, the style of it. No bullshit, man. That's not the same thing. No, no. If somebody watches Blair Witch Project and says, oh, we can just take video cameras and do whatever as long as it's cool. I don't think Blair Witch Project inspired a a generation of filmmakers. Crank won't either. I think Crank 2 will, dude. Fuck no. I think it's... it's, Nobody's going to watch Crank and say, oh my God, I know what I'm going to do with my life now. 
I'm, if, if I had been 12 years old and seen Crank 2, that's what I would have said. No, no. Absolutely. No way, no. Crank 2 is crazy inspiring. It's so inspiring to me that I almost have a trouble, tough, tough time watching it knowing that, like, I should be working. Like, why aren't I making movies like this? <laughs> I shit you not. I have a tough time watching Crank 2 because I'm like, holy fuck, I could do this. That's the whole Kevin thing with watching Linkletter. But I think that's good to... I think that's a good thing to put into people's minds. But Crank won't do that. It did it to me. No, you already wanted to make movies. I know, but I would have. <laughs> you don't think Crank 2 is going to be like people's favorite, some people's no, favorite movie? No, I do not. Really? All, like 14-year-old no. kids? No, you you can poll 10 billion people. 16, you don't think 14 to 16-year-old kids are fucking flipping their minds right now for Crank 2? No. What other movies like it? Not many, but it's not a movie that you... It's, it, it's not going to revolutionize anything or anyone. No, but it is a movie custom-targeted to 16-year-old males who yes. typically, in five or seven, ten years, will be the next generation of filmmakers. But that movie will not inspire them to do anything. I don't. I disagree, man. It's the first movie shot entirely on prosumer cameras, really. What? Big, big movie like that. It's shot entirely on prosumer. That's not a big, big movie, first of all. $30 million film shot entirely on prosumer cameras. That was $30 million? Probably. There's no way that movie cost thirty million. But what do you think it cost? Maybe fifteen. What do you mean? There's explosions and shit. Wow. You're all fucking. There's an explosion in Night of the Living Dead. Was there? Yeah. I never made. I never made it past the first five minutes. There was a black guy in it. I shut it off. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, That's a. It's shocking to watch Night of the Living Dead because I saw the other. I saw all the other ones first. I always assumed Uh, Night of the Living Dead was made in like the fifties. Because it looks like it. It was like 60, what? 64? Something like that. It looks like an old universal horror film almost. So I never... So going back and watching it, I was like, he made a weird indie, like... He made an indie horror film starring a black guy, which is huge. That's why I love the original Night of the Living Dead. Especially back then. Mm -hmm. People, when they talk about race watersheds in film, no one ever hardly mentions that movie. Because it wasn't implied. I mean, it, it was implied, but it wasn't... Pretty huge that the black guy was a hero. Yes, but they didn't make it. They just had it. They didn't make a big deal about. He was it. just the, he was just the yes. hero of the film who happened to be a black guy. There was no there was no comment on it. Right, like Except he, the ending. Yeah, 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 which is fucked up. The ending of that movie is so fucked up. That, Romero, I always, I thought about that the other day. I, I was reading rereading the More Lord Z, and I was like, Max Brooks has written two books right now. They're both zombie books, and they're both incredible. You know. Okay. What was the other one? History, zombie survival guide. Uh, imagine getting pigeonholed, though. I was like, if I were him, I would not do a zombie thing next. That's all he fucking does. But do you want to be, like, does Romero want to be, I was thinking about that, would I want to be George Romero? No. I wouldn't. No. I, I really wouldn't. I want. I don't want to be the king of one fucking yeah. thing. It's, you know what I mean? No, I agree with you, yeah. Romero's made how many zombie flicks? Six. I think more than that. We're going to uh, do it? Dawn, day, night, land, and diary, diary, Five. and then the new one. He's doing a new dot, one. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Of the dead. He's got nothing else to say on the subject. Well, I mean, as long as it makes money. What in Land of the Dead? They ran. That was what he I came up with after it. twenty years that they can that they can hold guns and run. I didn't even watch. That was it. one with Leguizamo. I have no idea. Yeah, it's not it's not very good. But can you imagine being pigeonholed like that? Like. Because there's not many other filmmakers like Romero who only do one fucking thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. Who get to work. Think about it. No, I agree. Well, I mean, he didn't work for a while. <laughs> for like fucking... And then zombies became popular again. And... Are you thinking pre-Snyder remake or post? About what? I know, 28 Days Later Yeah, would be the film that made zombies popular again. Which is not even zombies. No, they're not. I fight with people over They're not dead. Time. They're not zombies. They're not dead, yeah. They're not zombies. They're infected they're with raging. the rage. <laughs> they're raging out. Dude, that's another fucking great flick. Do you think he Boyle's going back? What do you think about that? Wait, going back? You heard, right? No. Yeah, he wanted, Boyle wants to do 28 months later. Really? Yeah, that he wants that to be a follow-up to fucking Slumdog. The third fucking 28 Days Later movie. He skipped the second one, coming back for the third after making the Oscar. Why is he doing film. that? Because that is badass to me. To me, that is a great... To me, that... If there was ever a reason to love Danny Boyle, that is it. He can do whatever he wants. Yes, man. and the fact that he wants to do a zombie fucking He could have done that before. What? 
He could have done 28 months later without Slumdog. Yeah, he but now, think of, now he can get a big fucking budge for it and, like, actors... You won't need one. He could, though. But why? Why not, Jesse? <laughs> think of it. He could do anything he wants in the world. Would you say 28 weeks later was a big budget? No. It was... Hey, I'd say in, like, the 30s. It was a little over a modest It wasn't budget. very good, though. Yeah, see, I didn't like Weeks. So why would boy? Why I only the only thing I liked about Weeks was the general concept that this dude left his fucking family and was infected from the entire movie on Carlisle. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, that there was no hero in Weeks really. Right. Carlisle was just as fucked as everyone else. I thought that was really cool. But the rest of the movie was just eh. it was just. All right, can I? You gonna go die now? Can I go take some Dayquil? It's something. Sure, and you know what you do at night? <laughs> Try NyQuil. I'm not going. Jesse Rivers. And I'm Helmut That's my dog's voice. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? You do it. Yeah, what? I'll do what? it. What? What? Don't kill children, don't run them over. Let them live their life, let them get older. Don't kill children, don't run them over. Let them live their life, let them get older. Let them live their life and let them get older.